Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle's real when you're dating in the city. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jen. And today we welcome to the studio newly friend gauged couple, Lauren and Jen. Woo! <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. You too. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. You guys, you heard us right. We have been talking about how we are a power couple. We socialize like a choreographed ballet. We work together. We run a business together. We've met each other's families and we've even become friends with each other's friends. We love each other. We sometimes we don't see to eye, eye to eye, but we communicate well and we respect each other's differences. What's the next logical step here, people? Friend engagement. Of course it is. And guys, we spend a lot of time talking about how we try and make relationships work with a guy. All the while, we've been killing it making our relationship work. I think we should all pat ourselves on the back for that because at least Yay! We one super successful relationship under our belts. So we're going to take some tips from our own relationship arsenal and recognize the importance of connections with friends, what makes us work, and why friend engagement is a real thing. That's right, guys. It is a real thing, and it, I think it should be more of a real thing. Totally. Let's make it go viral or something. I mean, why do people not do this? No idea. Maybe they it's just like, didn't know. They, I, I just feel like, wh- why not? Like, think about it, like, really for real. Let's just get real for a second. All of those things that we just listed, like, we work together, we communicate well, we, like, know each other's families and friends, and we go out all the time, and we're, like, what's the difference? I mean, I know besides, like, you know, sexual things or whatever, which, fine. But I'm just saying, what is the difference? Like, why can't you have one friend? Like, you can have lots of guy friends and you can be married, right? Yeah. So, like, why can't you have one girlfriend that's, like, the one and then everyone else is just, like, also there? They're equally important, but, like, in a different way. Yeah, like, I mean, I just want to claim all the people and, like, <laughs> make them my people. Also, I identify with somebody that would be friend-gaged, which makes me friend-gaged. Wait, what do you mean by that? Like, if someone can identify as being a woman, but they're not a woman, but that makes them a woman, well, so be it. They're a woman. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but, like, why is there no ceremony attached to being friend-gaged? Like, well, there we has should... to be now, because times yeah. are changing. And, like, I don't think that's fair that, like, you can only have this big ceremony when you're, like, engaged to, like, someone you're marrying. Like, why can't you friend-gage and have, like, a registry and shit? Well, I think we're going to. So, listener, be on the lookout. We will be registering, and we'll post where it is at so you can send us gifts. That's right. Designer jeans and vodka, that's on our list. (laughs) And diamonds. And diamonds. Um, But first, we are going to fill you, before we go all into more of the friend engagement, we're going to fill you in on what we've been up to over this last week. So let's air our dirty laundry. 
Well, guys, don't be shocked. We went to jazz night at LACMA. <laughs> surprise, surprise. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why have we been doing that so much? It's just so fun, I think. It's so fun. Plus, like, days are longer, so it's, like, nice to be outside and start yeah. the weekend off with a bang or some music. And you can bring a picnic. You can start drinking wine outside. And I think because it's also, like, a limited time thing, like, it's seasonal. We got to yeah. take advantage. I agree. It, it's like the novelty is not wearing off because no. we know it's coming to an end. Totes. It's going to be so exciting. Okay. When it ends and then we spend the entire like fall, winter, spring. And then when it comes back around next year, could you it's imagine like it? the anticipation that is going to build up to that? It's like every time Homeland ends, and then you have to wait a year to watch it again. It's like the buildup is just intense. It's real. It is it's real. So real. So uh, my mom was in town and she came with us to uh, LACMA with my cousin. And it was really funny because my cousin Jen and my cousin just really like each other a lot. They have a lot of similarities. And I know you guys have been around each other before, but like, I guess I haven't realized how like not often you guys have hung out. And by the end of the night, Jen kept telling me, stop keeping her from me. Stop keeping her from me. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I didn't even realize. So now, I mean, I wasn't keeping her from you by any stretch of the imagination. Well, I understand. You know what it was? Is you're keeping me from her. Like, you just want me to be like, all your. Well, now that we're front gauged, I'm a little more secure in our relationship. So I can less share you now. Perfect. (laughs) It is the family. So. That's right. See? And that's the, I mean, listen, my family approves of Jen. I mean, there's just so many things. Plus, I think she might marry my brother. And that's fine. You can be friend engaged to me and marry my brother. Exactly. And also, the funnier thing about this is that we were talking about how Jazz at LACMA is going to end at some point when, like, the summer season is over. But your cousin mentioned other jazz that we can now transition to. Yes, we can. Oh, that's right. At Vibrato. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, we should definitely do that. Um, that that will be fun. So yeah, it was it was nice to be at um, LACMA enjoying you know the the outdoors and the nice weather and the wine. I drank every single night last week, so I don't know how that. Oh, I do know how that happened. It was my mom's birthday on Monday. On Tuesday, I was with the guy I'm dating, and we had some drinks. On Wednesday, I don't. I think I had a glass of wine with my mom at dinner. On Thursday, I. What did we do Thursday? I had another drink on Thursday for some reason. I think you went to the Grove or something with your mom. Or no, you did ribs maybe. I don't know. No, that oh, was. That's right. You're right. I went to the, that was the other thing. I went to the, um, the guy's house that I'm dating. I don't, I'm not using his name. So he's the guy I'm dating. And he, uh, I was with him and a small group of people and my mom and we all, um, eight ribs and outdoors. Everything's more fun outdoors, everyone. I don't know why. It's just more exciting. Um, and in the air. Totally. Right. And, uh, I drank a lot that night and then Friday it was jazz. And I was like, I will have like a one and a half glasses of wine. So, I mean, I was really like, I was going for it, but like, also it was a lot. And, um, I'm really happy that my mom, really likes the guy that I'm dating and my cousin likes him too. And it's nice to know that my friends approve and you know, it feels like it feels good. It feels good to feel a connection. I think we communicate really well and um, like we move through things together and there's lots of transitions that happen. And sometimes things are a slower process because 
people are wherever they're at. But for the most part, it's been really fun up until now with the guy that I'm dating. I think everything's going really well. And it was like icing on the cake to have my mom meet him. And I knew she would love him because he's really not not very hard to love. And so it was good. It was a nice, uh, it was a nice that she got to meet him finally. So. Well, that is lovely. And he is great. And it was fun being with your mom and your cousin. Yes. And you're going to stop keeping each other, me and her from each other because now we have to all hang out as a family. Because obviously, yeah, that's right. Me. Duh. Duh. Well, so obviously, my Friday was the same, except for I continued the night after LACMA and drank all the things. And yeah, how was that? Continued to drink all the things when I went to dinner with my two boyfriends. Uh, yeah. We went to my favorite restaurant, Marvin, French restaurant on Beverly Boulevard. And Met up with my cousins who were there on a double date. So there was like a bunch of us that ended up like being there. And it was me, the two guys, and uh, one of the guys' dogs. So we were happy little family. Aww. Then proceeded to hang out at the one with the dog's house. And we all like just like drank more, listened to music, planned trips that aren't planned really. But we talked about it because obviously we want to all go away together. Um, and then, um, I was training the dog for a while cause I decided that dog needed to be trained. So yeah, I that mean, dog's, he's a little unruly. A little. Um, then Saturday got my nails done with a girlfriend, um, and went to dinner with a big group of friends and then went to a party later that night with everyone because, so I'm in the position of saying yes to things cause you just never know who you're going to meet when you go places. Um, however, got to that party and it was kind of like, the same people, different location. And I was like, all right, well, I'm tired. I've already done all the things. I'm just going to go home. So right. I went home, which was good because then I woke up on Sunday, went to brunch with our engaged friends, had like a lovely day, then um, went to family dinner and had a lovely night. And it was a great weekend. That's good. Yeah. I think that uh, that all those things sound very fun and very um, you've got, you had a nice mix of things happening. Yeah. I like to switch it up. Do all the things. Yeah. See friends, see family, have some time to relax. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice to do that. And you know what? It's nice to go out. And then, I mean, of course you have those nights where you go out and you're like, you, you know, you have all the drinks and you do all the things, but like, sometimes it's nice to like go out, have some dinner, go to one location, bounce to another. And then like you're home, not that late. Yeah, like I feel like there was not that much more I needed to accomplish that night. Yeah, I like those nights. Because it doesn't feel like a disappointment. It actually feels like, okay, I did what I needed to do, and now I'm home, and it was great. Yep. Yeah. Fun. Um, Well, guys, speaking of fun, have you been looking on Instagram? Because there's some celeb news we need to get to. We are going to pack up our emotional baggage and meet our favorite celebrities in baggage claim. I was kind of freaking out over the Justin Bieber, Sophia Richie thing. Yeah. I mean, also find it very interesting. I mean, I don't know if I'm like, I don't know, spending my time worrying about high schoolers, like romantic <laughs> relationships and like who's with who and like who's going to be crowned like, you know, cutest couple at the end of the year. But like these people for some reason are like royalty because of I the know. pedigree they come from. So we need to get to the bottom of this. We need to get to the bottom of it. And I just want to say something before I dive into this story. Does anyone else here 
Jen, meaning you, the only other person and all of the listeners think that, um, not Nicole Richie, but Sophia Richie is her sister. Um, does anybody think that, that she looks like Selena Gomez? Like he has a type, like this girl looks like Selena Gomez, like an edgier Selena Gomez. I feel like her face is round and maybe that's the similarity. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think she's a little bit edgier and like probably a lot younger. Yeah, younger, and um, I think when you come from a famous family, also, like, you kind of, like, it's, I don't know, like, you grow up around that stuff, so you're not jaded. Right. Or no, you're jaded. I'm sorry, she is probably jaded by it, and, like, Justin Bieber is probably just, like, another dude. Like, he's not, like... It's good for her to be jaded for him, because then she's not affected. Exactly. Um, and yeah, she's famous for being the daughter of Lionel Richie and related to Nicole Richie. And so that's basically how she's known, but for whatever reason, she's obviously famous for that. So for him and her, it kind of makes sense. But I guess what's going on is, is that Justin Bieber posted a bunch of photos of he and Sophia, like one after the other. I think there was like five in a row and they were like the same photo or they all looked very similar. And um, I think Selena Gomez was writing like, okay, um, you're putting back to back photos up of you and some girl like because I guess that's like uh, social media. um, Like there's like a there's like things that you do and don't do and you're not supposed to post a back to back photo, I guess. Is that what I'm, I'm assuming that's what she's doing or she's just being jealous. I don't know. Well, because he threatened to make his Instagram private. if people kept, yeah. So because Bieber's fans are so diehard and they are like praying that Selena and Justin get back together. They are like, hate when he's with anyone else, but because he did back-to-back photos of him with Sophia Richie, like they were saying mean things regardless of who it is. I don't think they care that it's Sophia Richie. I think it's just not Selena. So he was like, stop being a hater. Like I'm going to make my Instagram private. If you guys keep being mean to Sophia. So Selena was like putting her nose where it doesn't belong. And basically like saying like, Justin, don't be mad at your fans. They love you. Like you just don't have to post all those photos. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's just seemed a little bit like, you know, like she was sticking her nose where it didn't belong, but like, because she's, I think by the public just directly connected to him always, like you're mentioning, maybe she felt like she had to chime in or it's like, you never know. Does she, is it cause she's jealous? And then it's like, Ooh, that's a good excuse to be able to have to react. Or do you think she's just like, okay, I should just say something because I'm being like kind of called out by the public. So I should involve myself anyway, before someone else like, says something that I maybe didn't say, or you just wonder because it's such a weird life to think about the life that these people live. And like, they have to do these like private, private moments in public. So it's, it takes a lot of finessing and massaging to be like, okay, I actually have an emotion about this, but like, how do I make it seem like PC or okay? Or how do I be diplomatic about this? Because everyone's going to see every move I'm making. I mean, I can't even imagine. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, if Selena really did want to get involved, but like in a positive way, she could have actually just said like, hey, Bieber fans, like there's no bad blood. Like, don't be mad at Sophia. Like maybe and like been a bigger person. And then it would have appeased the situation instead of making people take sides and make it polarizing. 
Yeah, and then um, she did. She was uh, quoted saying on on Instagram. I think it says that she said how um, funny how the ones that cheated multiple times are pointing the finger at the ones that were forgiving and supportive. No wonder fans are mad, sad, all love. Mm, it's a little. I mean, hello, whoa, with that. Yeah, I mean, like, who did he cheat with? I'm dying. I I can't. And then he responded saying like. I cheated. Oh, and I forgot about you and Zane. Like, about Zane. Oh, snap. (laughs) Like, why are they doing this? I mean, I guess if one does it in public, the other has to, like, acknowledge it. Otherwise, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I guess also they're young, but, like, someone could lock it down and just be like, I'm sad that someone I loved is trying to make our business personal. Whatever. I mean, uh, public, you know? Like, it didn't have to be that way. Dude, I don't even know because I can, you know how it feels and you're like fighting with a friend or a boyfriend, like it sucks. And then to have to do it like that. Oh my, I can't even imagine. I think I would just crack. I'd be like, I can't deal. Yeah. Well, the craziest part with all of the like back and forth is that apparently the Twitter account that is like Sophia Richie's Twitter account supposedly is not even hers. So whatever is coming from that account and people are reacting to, it's not even real. I don't even understand. I don't know. It just, I also yeah. don't understand how we're reporting on Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's divorce proceedings every week. And now within seconds, the case is closed. Yeah. What, why? What, okay. I'm going to say I had a feeling something like this was going to happen because they kept like pushing things back and like, really, how do you even like settle something like this? Cause it sounds like it's a whole bunch of hearsay, but weird. It's malarkey, as you like to say. It is malarkey. Well, after several months of the drama surrounding these two, they finally reached reached a settlement. And I guess uh, Johnny Depp is paying Amber Heard $7 million. Um, And it's kind of crazy because, you know, all these allegations that were coming up about, like, abuse and stuff. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, Dunzo? I don't don't know. How do you just, it's like, okay, so how do you, the credit here is just really weird now because it's like, okay, so she accused him of something very real. Then like we mentioned before, when we talked about this last week, she stepped out in public, like, Hey, everyone look at my bruised face. That's a huge statement that you can avoid by the way. So she did that on purpose. I think then she gets all of these witnesses saying, I've got all of these people to back me up. And he does too. And then all of a sudden he just gives her $7 million and it's fine. Well, I mean, there's an insider source here that's saying that initially they're bo- they were both very stubborn and they not- and neither of them wanted to give in to each other's requests. Um, and for a long time, Amber lived with a lot of hurt and had been deeply affected by Johnny Depp, but chose not to say anything. Um, and whenever something would happen, he'd apologize, they'd move on. Neither of them really wanted the world to know about any of this, um, but they released a public statement together. Right. Contradicting sort of all of this, saying... Our relationship was intensely passionate and at times volatile, but always bound by love. Neither party has made false accusations for financial gain. There was never any intent or physical or emotional harm. Uh, Well, if there was an intent for physical or emotional harm, does that mean there wasn't any physical or emotional harm or no one meant to do that? Or like, what does that mean? If we're reading Uh, between the lines. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, it sounds like something they just have to say because they're being accused of all of that. And that's how it looks on the outside. And clearly nobody really knows what's going on. And obviously it uh, sounds like it's a sad situation regardless of how truthful or not truthful, truthful things are because anytime someone like separates or breaks up, it's sad. But like, uh, to me, it just sounds like a bunch of PR, like we need to say these things and okay, now everyone's stop talking. Vague. Yeah. And it almost sounds like they're not, they don't want to discredit either of them. So they're making it as vague and like mysterious as possible so that everything they both said isn't true or untrue. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess we will never know, but now that the case is closed, well, I guess we could move on from that because sounds like they're done and she got paid and I guess good for her. And I guess she's donating part of what she received in the settlement to charity, which I mean, really though, and the charity better be for like abused women and not like saving the dogs of the world. I was just going to say, is it for the Australian dogs or something? Because Mm -hmm. what for the people of Australia who have, what does she say something about? Like there's lots of plants and animals in Australia (laughs) and stupid, but I can't wait to see who each of them starts dating next. It's going to be super weird on both sides. I'm sure. Oh my God. Wait, who do you think? I don't even know who he's going to date. He's going to date some, like, I don't even know. I think I don't date someone older and more mature so that it fixes his reputation after this. Okay, fine. Great. I I could agree. Like a what? Like a Helen Mirren or something? (laughs) Totally. He's going to go above and beyond and date a dame. Totally. Oh, my God. And plus, he has, like, a fake British accent. Oh, maybe he should date Madonna. Oh, that'd be so weird. Their accents together would just be, like, their own language. Oh, my God. They would. And, like, also, who's the man and who's the woman in that relationship? They would switch. I think they could totally work. They're, like, androgynous. I love that. Oh, my God. Please start dating. Okay. That will be the best. Um, I'll figure her out for her birthday because it was yesterday. Who knows? Oh, hey. Um, wait, who do you think she's going to date? Someone w- equally weird as her. I, or maybe a les- she's going to be a lesbian again. She's going to go right back there. You think? Yeah. Who was she dating before? Oh, what's her face just broke up? Ruby Rose. Rose. Yep. Oh, they would yep. be a really beautiful couple. Yeah. Yes. Oh, All God. Them. They sh- What? everyone heard it here first these are our predictions like i have a feeling we're right <laughs> we're so right and we just called it and you're welcome everyone you don't even need to go on that guys um the the god now i'm like blanking on his name and we interviewed him but the bat the steve reality the steve. Bat- yeah reality steve who needs that guy you've got jen and lauren now we just predict the future of celebrity relationships damn it's good it's because we're so in sync and it's our friend engagement that really helps our that just it's like a choreographed ballet that's what i said um and because we're friend gauged we're celebrating other couples that are engaged because jesse metcalf and his longtime girlfriend i think her name's cara santana cara i don't really it looks like cara to me when you spell cara with a c it looks like a car so, Kara, Kara, I mean, it's supposed to be K-A-R-A, but whatevs. Anyway, they're engaged. If you follow any of them on Instagram, they've been together for, like, ever. They're a super cute couple. And hello, he got her a 5.5 carat emerald-shaped diamond ring that, of course, he designed because, uh, hello. And he proposed to her on, like, a 50-foot sailboat in the middle of the Hudson River in New York. And, like, could you not steal my dreams? I Jesse know. Metcalf. That's really like, amazing. 
all of that in New York with a fucking five carat diamond on a boat. Like, stop it. I can't. Too much. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, though, I think she deserves it after waiting 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. I don't even, I mean, I think it, and, um, it was, it was her birthday. Right. So I think that then they were like celebrating that. Um, and then he, you know, piggybacked it with the engagement. Yeah. Also though, she does deserve five and a half carrots after like many a story about him being extramarital. If you will. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I totally agree. And I think it's great. And I actually have not seen the ring, but I'm going to go take a gander because hello. Hello. Would you wait 10 years to get engaged? It would depend on what was going on behind closed doors. Like if we were like, we're going to do this, but we're waiting for something or the guy was making me feel secure because, you know, I mean, it could have been a mutual decision. She could have not wanted to get married or whatever. Sometimes like, you know, sometimes like words are words, you know, it's like, okay, well, I don't know if I really need to do A, B or C. I I like the idea of getting married. Obviously I'm friend gauge. So hello, but I don't even know if I'm like, I mean, I think I, I want it. I don't know that I would die like without it. If I had somebody I was in a relationship with that I was really, really secure, like a Goldie Hawn and a Kurt Russell, I could be okay with that. Wait, didn't they split up? No, I think they did. Don't start spreading rumors, Jen. Well, they definitely did not. No, an older couple like them definitely split up. It could have been an adjacent couple, but I think I'm pretty sure it was them. No, it is not. Don't say that. I'm looking it up. They met on Overboard and their love flourished from that point on. Do not break my dreams. I think that's not right of you. And they uh, for sure are together still because they are like my couple goals. Okay. I think I got it opposite. So they actually got engaged. (laughs) Oh, that's what happened. Oh shit. They got engaged after 30 years together. (laughs) They finally got engaged. So maybe, uh, Kara and, uh, Jesse Metcalf are actually doing something right. I could agree. You know what? I think it's actually too soon. Don't get engaged. Like, you know, within 30 years, it should be longer. Yeah. Dude, and do you think they're ever going to get married at this point? It's like, just have a party, I guess. I mean, I, I it's cute. doing that because of, like, medical reasons. Because, um, like, if you're not married, you don't have certain rights when it comes to, like, going to the hospital and shit. Oh, maybe they had to do, like, a will and stuff. Well, they probably did that before. Who knows? But you know what? Good for them. And way to take the sheen off, Jen, by saying right. that they broke up. <laughs> but, hey, well, great news. We know they're together and engaged now. Oh, God, what does her ring look like? Oh, boy. I mean, after 30 years, she should get a 30 carat ring. And also, (laughs) and also, yeah, she's he's Kurt Russell. So I'm pretty sure it's a fucking awesome ring. Yeah, I mean, they also buy herself a ring. Although I feel exactly although I feel like hers is going to be all like bohemian looking and not like a big rock, which come on. I mean, she probably has a bigger rock and doesn't, like, I mean, who even knows? Maybe yeah. her ring sings and dances. We don't really know. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be fun. Oh, my God. You remember those rings that, like, had the gold, like, like ring around the ring that would, like, swirl around? It was, like, a moving ring. Yes, my grandma had one of those, and it was, like, real with diamonds in it, and we can't find it. Oh, it was no. custom made, and it had a little swirly thing with di- It was really beautiful. Well, maybe and- that's what you should have given me for our friend engagement. Oh, a swirly ring? Because we dance around each other like ballerinas? 
Yeah, you can see those videos on YouTube, guys. Yes, look them up. They're <laughs> wonderful. Yes, they are. So you know what is not wonderful? What? Bachelor in Paradise. The show is a hot mess, but it's such a good <laughs> hot mess. I, like, I love it and hate it. I'm like mad at myself when I watch it, like hating myself like someone that like binge eats. But then I'm yes. like, oh, this is just so good. Kind of like the chocolate I'm stuffing in my mouth. Dude, the, watching these shows like Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, it does make me like nervous eat. <laughs> well, so th- this show is like an interstitial, like between seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. So it's Bachelor in Paradise, and for some reason, they have two episodes a week. So it's Monday night for two hours and Tuesday night for two hours. This week was like a hot tranny mess of a show because everyone is like dating, and then as soon as like a new person comes on the show, because that's how it works, like people get kicked off and new people come on, like people stop seeing the one they're seeing, and then they start seeing the next person. It's like, yeah, because it's like the grass is greener. The grass is greener. They can't help themselves. Yeah. And it's like acceptable because that's the premise of the show. So like with no conversation at all, except actually on this week's show, our friend Jared Hybon, who came on our show, he was seeing uh, Haley, I think, or Emily, one of those two twins to then seeing um, Kayla, who is super cute from Ben's season. Yes. The Bachelor. And then like. That girl, Ashley, who was on the last season of Bachelor in Paradise with him, made an appearance. And now she came to, like, you know, rekindle things with him because they're friends and wanted to, like, take things to the next level or get over him, like she says. But, like, it was a hot mess. Yeah. And I she don't. Cried all the yeah, time. she cried. She And then was, like, saying she wasn't going to cry this many times or she gave herself a limit or something, didn't she? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, when you when you give yourself a limit to how many times you're going to cry, you're going to cry more than that. Let's be honest. Totally. I remember when, like, back in the day when I broke up with my boyfriend and I broke up, it was, like, 10 years ago. It was, like, the guy that I dated for, like, ever and ever and ever. And I was, like, so upset about it. And I told myself one day, like, you're only allowed to cry once today. <laughs> <laughs> and so I did. I put a I put a limit on myself. So Ashley, I feel you. But maybe just try and limit it to like one time. Just once. Also, maybe take Nick's advice and like get over it because like Nick said, he he's gotten dumped twice and was really in love and that this is not love. Like you're not going to be with Jared. You're this is not real love. This is obsession. Like you need to chill. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You know, Nick actually like has been sort of like dumped even on this show like no one's really into him and he was like he went on a date with amanda who then like chose josh murray over nick which is the same thing that andy dorfman did but like now all we do is see freaking amanda make out with josh for hours on end and make really gross sounds and yeah kissing is fun but like they're doing it for hours on hours on hours on hours like Take a breath, brush your teeth, eat some food, talk to other people. Like maybe like don't spend just all your time laying there making out. It's like, I feel like they're going to get bed sores. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you could go home now. Jen, everyone, Jen said her funny thing today. She can go home. You guys, first of all, but how do you not make out with that guy all of the live long day? I mean, he is the hottest guy ever, ever. He's so cheesy. I feel like he's mad. I don't care. Uh, um, What's his name? The one from something about Mary. Oh, Matt uh, Dillon. Yeah. Yeah. He looks just like him. Like his teeth aren't real. His He's sweaty. His, he's too manicured. He looks like a character. Caricature. Say the word. Caricature. That one. 
Yeah. See, see, see how we did that? Friend gauged everyone. That's how that works. If you guys don't finish each other's sentences or win at games because you can figure out with the other person trying to communicate, you're not supposed to be friend gauged just yet. You need to take it more seriously and like, you know, wait a few. So don't anyway, so don't bachelor in paradise it. You got to go the all the long haul, like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell and then exactly. get friend gauged 30 years um, <laughs> or four years in our case. That's like a really long relationship. So happy though for Nick because Nick got finally like some redemption and a girl named Jen who no one really remembers shows up he goes out with her she's like actually quite pretty in like kind of like a like down-to-earth sense and she's like graceful in how she carries herself and like sort of subdued and the two of them actually what she's classy she's a classy dame so you know how us Jen's roll. Well, so now they're together, and I hope that things work out for them. And I actually did look up the spoilers, and I do know who ends up together. So, yeah. And so the goal of this show, for people who don't watch it, it's kind of like Survivor for dating. Like, you got to, like, partner up with someone, and you got to, like, make it to the end type yeah. of thing. And yeah. some people actually do get engaged from the show, and there might be a marriage that comes of it. So God, I don't even... I know who does end up together because thankfully reality Steve got the scoop on the show. Um, but I can't wait now to see how it unfolds knowing what I know. Yeah. Oh my God. I think I'm going to look up reality Steve too and just then no. Cause I don't know if I can stomach it. I don't either. I don't know. I don't know, but you know, it is fun like trash TV to watch. So anyway, anyway. Yeah. And for those people who don't, end up partnering up on that show they could go on the dating app that we found yeah talkify guys i'm sure you've seen the ad on instagram like we have um apparently it helps you sort through the muck heap and mysteries of dating it's like a matchmaker service through an app so it combines the two um it is a paid app so it's not free like tinder and all those other ones but it's not as expensive as paying like a matchmaker on your own accord. So I do, I I will say I went through the process of doing a profile and I was like trying to see why this was, you know, different from every other app out there. Um, I didn't realize that it would cost me a pretty penny comparatively to Tinder and Hinge and Bumble. But like they do say, it doesn't cost $15,000 like hiring a matchmaker. Um, For younger charges less, they find you love and adventure using smarter matchmakers and better technology. Like you have to fill out a questionnaire and do all that jazz. Um, but I don't think I'm going to bite the bullet and pay the money. Yeah. I mean, I think that it, it works for people who don't want to do like traditional matchmaking services. Cause it feels a little archaic, but like it, like you said, it combines the quickness of online dating or dating on apps with the, old ideas of like making sure that these things important things line up which I think could be a really good combination yeah well so if anyone's curious but like for three months like okay so you can either be part of the pool like how we said the three-day rule works where like you can be considered for matches or you have yourself a dedicated matchmaker so one version being part of the pool I think is like a couple hundred bucks and then yeah Actually having a matchmaker yourself for three months is 1400 bucks. Yeah, it's not bad, but I mean, you know, people, some people that's, that makes sense to them. So it would, I think it sounds like if it works for you price-wise, then it should be a good combination and a successful one, I would think. Yeah, you got to invest in love, guys. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then you can, you, you don't even know, you could end up meeting somebody that you're really good friends with, and then you could get friend-gauged. Totes. Um, Relationships start with friendship, guys. That's right. And Jen and I, you know, we also like really celebrate the differences between each other. And we do have a lot of similarities, but we do have a lot of differences. One of our similarities is, though, that we really like this song of the day that I am going to point out. It is called Gold by Kiara. And in typical fashion, Jen never knows the words. So no. this, is another, this is another reason why we work well together, because I have to help her find the words. It's your job. It is my job. And I feel like I need to help all of the other people find the words to the song because guess what there's a thing called google and i'm sure you all have done it so you could look it up if you really wanted to but let's just say you haven't and you've been meeting to and you hear the song because it's really good and you just mumble with her because you have no fucking idea what she's saying because it's really hard to understand it's so i'm gonna let you know i thought can I just say it was like a Missy Elliott, uh, put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. And then I thought it was like a mix. Like I didn't even really think she was saying anything. I thought it was just like mumbo jumbo gibberish. Yeah, me too. Well, no, she's saying things. The part that um, is the chorus of the song, she's saying roof is falling. Let me uh, let love me falling. I just know, which I don't really even know how. Uh, makes sense it's just a whole bunch of words roof is falling let me love me without ever letting you know that is what she's saying so listen to the song now you know that part that sounds like missy elliott there are actual words and now you can sing and also along with her which i think makes it more fun when you're listening to a song you like um i feel like she's going to be the next sia that's my i agree i i hope she has like a second hit wonder and not just a one hit wonder but like i also am confused by what that line means and i'd love to get to the bottom of that maybe behind yeah. the lyrics will be next week yeah i mean the whole song is kind of about how she feels like uh she doesn't feel like she's being noticed by this guy kind of and so um she's saying like i could be i could leave a party and you wouldn't even notice me and like uh, I could do all these things to make you notice me, but you're really not noticing me. So like maybe the roof is falling in just like, is like symbolization for like, hello, if things are crumbling, like help me, save me. I, it sounds kind of like that. So then is she referring to herself as a piece of gold? Like she's uh, gold? I think, yeah, because she also talks about how she's got gold in her teeth. Oh, throughout the whole song. Like, I think it's, she's saying like, I don't know if I could psychoanalyze it like a freaking Shakespearean lexicon here. It sounds like she's trying to say like, look at all these shiny things I'm doing and you don't really even notice me kind of a thing. Sad, but yeah. if this song comes from a real place, stupid guy, because hello, she's like, I think going to be the next Sia. So mm, too bad for you. Too bye, boy. Sense. Boy, bye. Whatever it is. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, all right. Well, we usually interview some guests on this show, but because we wanted to celebrate our friend engagement and talk about how we think it's important to like cultivate friendships too. We spend a lot of time going like, how are we dating? We want to date this guy and that guy. Like, what about just embracing the fact that you have a bunch of great friends? And Jen and I, we have found something real special. The specialist. So, so Jen, I'm welcoming you to the studio and I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Thank you for having me. Also, welcome to the studio, Lauren. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. It's just, I'm really excited to be here. (gasps) Where are you calling us from? Or where are Um, you coming in from? I'm coming here from Los Angeles. How about you? Also Los Angeles. I mean, it's just, there's so many similarities. We just can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. No, 
Definitely. Um, I know it's just, so, all right. I, I want to know, you know, we always ask like relationship experts, like what are the most important things to being ready for a relationship or things of that nature? Like, what do you think are the most important things that a friendship should have? Well, I think that it should have really great communication. Yes. Um, I think lots of fun. Yeah. And loyalty. Like you got to have the person's back. Yeah. Totally. You? No, I totally agree. I would think, yeah, a communication for sure. Um, and I think, you know, with a friendship, I, I think that these answers are going to feel very similar to um, what we would say about like finding a romantic relationship. But I do think that fun is a really good thing to interject. And I do think that you should have fun when you're romantically involved with somebody, obviously, but for a friendship, that's like really how you connect because you don't have like those intimate moments with each other, like sexually, if you will. So the, the fun connects you in that, like as intimately as you can. So I think that I would totally agree with you and say communication, fun. And like, um, I think understanding too, because you know, everybody is, has their, their differences and, um, everybody comes from like a different place or makes decisions for certain reasons. And while that's important in a friendship too, I think it's very, very important in a relationship. So I think understanding. That is lovely. Now the real question is though, do you think it's okay to get drunk in the first time you hang out with a friend? Uh, yeah, so we're comparing this question to like getting drunk on the first date. And I think it's okay. Right? Well, like, you know, they say on a first date like you shouldn't have more than two glasses of whatever you're drinking. That's so, I think that you can get drunk so long as like one person isn't like crying or being crazy or like being irresponsible cuz like you still got to watch out for your friend like you don't want to like lose your friend in the place or ditch your friend or like throw up or like also you don't want to forget the night you had you want to like have memories so you don't want to get too drunk where you forget it yeah I don't think getting like shit-faced when you're like with someone that you're just meeting for the first time and becoming friends with is like the smartest thing because yeah exactly all of the things you just listed but I think it's okay to like go because get drunk and party because that could be kind of like a bonding thing too totes yeah. Agreed. Um, now I have a question for you about other friends because you've got one friend, like imagine if you had a boyfriend and then you had like four other boyfriends, like that finding the balance between friends and friends is kind of difficult sometimes. So how do you know, like when you're just meeting someone and you know, everyone has other friends, like how do you know when you can start talking about your other friends to the new friend? Hmm. Well, I think once you've hung out with that friend, like maybe more than three times. So like qualifies them as a real friend, not just like a going out person or an acquaintance. Yeah. Like actually, you know, you're starting to really get to know that person. Like you can really refer to that person as a friend and then like mention something that happened with that friend to your other friends because right. eventually they're all going to meet and you got to sort of start building like the story behind that person and give your other friends like the heads up. Totally. You have to like give a, a little background and a setup for sure. And you don't want to like talk about other friends like in a mean way either, because then you don't want that person to think you're a gossip. 
No, exactly. You got to say nice things. Got to start like, you know, embracing them and putting them into real life. I agree. And that's how you make everybody feel like they're all involved. But then this is where sometimes people, girlfriends have problems. And we should talk about this because I don't think that we have this problem. But sometimes, like, let's say Jen introduces me to her friend, Kate. And then let's say Kate and I go out a lot like by ourselves, like we go to lunch one day. Jen, would you be mad if I did that? No way, Jose, because I would be like, wow, this is actually so great. Now we can combine forces and I don't have to have separate plans and we can all hang out together and everyone brings something different to the table, especially like, if, like wine. my two friends. Then I obviously love both of you. So like, how great would it be to all hang out? And like, it would be that much better. Yeah. Like, I think it's weird when people take like a weird sense of ownership over people and like get all weird about that kind of shit. Like, I think it would be great. I mean, it actually has happened with us and I think it's great when it happens. And I just don't understand why people get weird about that. Also, Jen, how do you feel about speaking of sharing girlfriends? How do you feel about sharing guys? How do you feel about being Eskimo sisters with your girlfriends? Um, I am. Well, are we talking about Eskimo sisters in context with like, them having dated guys I've dated or I'm talking other, about, they're, no. they're seeing other friends I'm seeing. <laughs> I'm talking about Eskimo sisters, real Eskimo sisters with friends, meaning an Eskimo sister means you've had sex with the same guy. So if Jen and I have had sex with the same guy, we are Eskimo sisters. How do you feel about being Eskimo sisters with friends? Cause sometimes you can be an Eskimo sister with like somebody's ex like that you don't even know you're like okay well yeah i mean you and your ex-boyfriend's friend are eskimo sisters but you're not friends yeah you know what i don't care about it at all because to me like i'm very much like a i've moved on i close that door and on to the next like situation so if somebody's in my past and somebody's in your past great it has no effect on the future it has, like in fact that probably just means we're similar because we like have the same taste or we might like, you know, have similar qualities, which attracted that guy to us. So it probably makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind it. I know. I, I don't. Yeah. I think it's fine. I mean, I don't like have a problem with it at all. I've had Eskimo sisters with some friends and I think it's fine. It's like, it, it is what it is. It happens. I mean, you got to just kind of let it go and you can't like, just cause it happened with one guy and someone else doesn't mean, I mean, Hey, you could talk about it. You could be like, so what'd you think? <laughs> Sometimes it's even funnier and like a conversation starter. You never know. Totally a conversation starter. Love it. I know you're like, Oh my God, how was that guy or what? I mean, we girls don't even really talk about that kind of shit. I don't think we don't, which is why I think it's even easier to be Eskimo sisters. Cause like at this point, like, no one really cares. Um, but so now let's say you've moved past, like, you know, the first three friend hangs, you've introduced this person to your other friends. You might even be Eskimo sisters and like, you just don't care. Like you've made it the long haul. How soon should you, or how, how long should you wait to call someone a BFF on the social? Like, like if you tag a photo, like me and my bestie, like how soon should you wait? Well, you know, I think I'm going to give this, this stock answer, but I really do believe it's true. It's like every situation is different. And I think that if you are, 
you know, connecting with somebody quicker than you might with somebody else, then it's okay to start categorizing them however you feel fit, if that's even a thing for you. Sometimes you don't even need to say it. But I wouldn't just go out and start making blatant statements like on the socials or anything publicly until you're really ready to make sure that that means something. Because then what if you end up like having a falling out like the next month because you found out that she's sleeping with somebody and you're not okay with being an Eskimo sister or who knows what. And then you have to like go back and delete the photo and not be a BFF and take back your best friend necklace. I mean, you got to tread lightly a little. Before you announce, I think. I agree. I think that's like the joy of being, you know, in our 30s and experiencing life. Like we now know, like same thing with relationships, like like romantic ones. You can't just like make statements and accusations. Like I think Bieber and Sophia Richie are kind of feeling that same pressure. Like they've made it very public. Like you can't go removing that now from the public eye. So totally. same thing with your BFF. Now we are friend gauged. And it is magical. And we discussed that we might be registering for things because that's what you do when you're engaged. So why not when you're friend engaged? What are three things you would want to register for aside from, uh, you know, nice jeans and those things? Okay. Well, if I'm doing... So now we have to explain, though, when you are friend engaged and you are registering for things, they're personal things. Like, it's not like things that you... Well... We could, okay, actually, I take that back. I would register for a trip somewhere with you so we could go have fun. Oh, my God, that's so fun. Right? And yeah. then we could, like, you know, bond. That would be great. I would register then personally for, like, a gift card to somewhere so I could shop because I need that. So I need to look cute when I go out with you. Totes. And then I would probably register or like something for my house or my room, like maybe something like decorative, then I could put like a, like a cute picture frame or something. And I could put a picture of us or like some art on the wall that would like symbolize our friend engagement. Love it. I yeah. think those are great things. I also think guys that you guys are great. In fact, we would want to hear from you and hear what you think about us. So please yes. keep the comments coming on iTunes, rating us, Um, five stars would be a magical thing you could do. That might be something we register for is your five star rating. Um, yeah, leave us comments on YouTube. And the biggest thing you can do is tell a friend about all of the love you hear on the show. That's right. And don't forget to follow us on all of the socials at complicated show, Twitter and Instagram, and tune in next week for a guest. And don't forget to watch our two drunk girls on YouTube because we also have that in case you would like to hear us talking some more. Yeah. Um, where can people find you, Lauren Lee Nelly? You can find me at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, and my website at Lauren Lee and Nelly. And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden. That's Jennifer with one N, Golden, like Golden, um, on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website. Yay! All right. Well, we will be back next week. And until then, love love you long time. Bye. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only 
on L.A. Talk Radio.